very early in the morning, they and a certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this. And behold, two men stood by, by them in shining garments, and they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth. And they said to him, Why do you seek the living? Among the dead. He's not here, but he has risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hand for the sinful man and be crucified, and on the third day rose again. And they remembered his words, and then they returned from the tomb, and all these things to the eleven, to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Jonah, Mary the mother of James, and other women with them, who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to be like idiot tales, and they did not believe them. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb. Stooping down, he saw a linen clothes lying beside himself, beside themselves. And he departed marveling to himself at what had happened. Father, as we prepare for your word today, let it touch those that you will have it to touch. Let us ponder on what you have written and what you have said. And like Peter and the women, let us remember what you have done, but not only remember what you have done, but what you're going to do. Because the glorious hope is this hope, the hope above all hope. Amen. As we look at today and what happened over 2,000 years ago, we need to take a journey all the way back to the beginning. Because man has a problem with what God does and doesn't agree with what God does. Sometimes we celebrate thanking Jesus and thank your Father, but then when the requirements of what we're giving him thanks come about, we sort of hesitate on what we really want God to do. Like, in the beginning was God, and the Word was with God. And when God spoke creation into existence, man has cherished what God did with this beautiful earth. But this earth became the creature, and he's been worshiping the Creator. So we thank God for the earth. But we don't like the fact that God is not going to keep this earth. 
Jesus Christ, and that gospel is the death, the burial, and all we should be. 
self-medication and trying to counsel them, you need to tell them about the only hope that's above all hope, and that hope is the resurrection of Jesus Christ that conquered all things. Yeah. See, after the cross, the upper room promises was made to the disciples. At the cross, in the upper room, betrayal was given to Jews. At the cross, in the rooms, the trial of Pilate condemned Jesus. The crucifixion gave us what we practice on Good Friday, those seven last words. But if the last word was a word that was a word of all words, as when he was getting ready to lay down his life because of the obedience unto what the Father had told him to do, when he said that he done done all that he's supposed to do, when the sun went into darkness and for three hours God bore the sins of the world on his son. He did all that he was supposed to do. And when he was ready to give up the ghost and he put it in the hand that you can just rest assured that your spirit and soul is also in that same hand when he said, Father, and thy hands, not into the grave, not into some man, not into some ghost, not into some, some paralytic, Breakthrough. 
We have nuclear power. We have domestic power. We even have destructive power. But we don't have the power that God has given us if we don't use it through the name of Jesus. Resurrection power restores life. It doesn't take life. It restores it. That's why I knew when the angels spoke to the women, they said, hey, the living is not among the dead. It restores life when we thought life couldn't be restored. Science haven't been able to do the work in the cemetery that the resurrection power can do. See, it's through the power of the resurrection that God is able to show himself. That's why the power of the Son is written in John 10, 17 and 18. He said, for this reason, the Father loves me because I lay down my life so I may take it up again. No one has taken it from me, but I lay it down on my own adventure. I have the authority to lay it down, and I have the authority to pick it up again. This is the commandment that I received from my father. That's why when we look at Ephesians, I'm just talking gospel right now. The Bible says in Ephesians 18 and 19, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his call. That's what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in his saints. Let me say that again. The Father said what is the riches of his glory that he had put in his saints. And his saints have that same power, that resurrection power. You know what is it surpassing greatness of his power? To those who believe. These are important with the word and the strength and his might that the Father, that Jesus commended his spirit to, has now commended that same spirit to us. And then in Romans 1 and 4, I'm only talking gospel. I'm only talking Trinitarian, where they all work together to bring the resurrected power to the believers that still here. He said, who was declared the Son of God with power by the resurrection from the dead, according to the spirit of holiness, is in the Christ Jesus. That's why, if you don't understand what's going on, you got to understand, believers, that you got to go and reach a dying and lost world, because you have the power, and the amazing power, to do what God has called us to do. In you, you have the power to save souls, not you saving the soul, but the spirit and the power that's in you saving the soul. God just need a vessel to turn it into a power to do the work that he wants to do. He said, can I borrow your temple for a few minutes so that I can do and save somebody else's life? Can I use my amazing grace through you to talk to somebody? He said, I don't came to save souls and I came to give light, light more abundantly, not just here on earth, but in all eternity, I come to do. Don't hope if they 
death, burial, and resurrection. There's no hope if you don't have Jesus. That's why we run around scurrying, trying to find different ways to hang around and be here. Because we don't have the hope that's above all hope. We don't like the methodology to get there. Jesus said, I went to the cross and I died for you. And I died for your sin. And I died and so you don't have to worry about going through that. That's why you can say Psalms 33 when God said that the power of Christ is the reason why I can go into the power and not worry about death touching me. Because God is my protector. God is my pathway. The Holy Spirit is going to rise me up from the dead. When you say ashes to ashes and dust to dust, you say it to something that's not there no more. Because the absent in the body is going to be present with the Lord. The power of Christ saves. And it comes to protect. And we don't like the way we got to do it. But that is not the end. It's the beginning. And when Jesus died on that cross and he descended to preach to the captives, he knew his father wasn't going to betray him. He knew his father couldn't lie. He knew that soon after three days, like no, like Jonah in the well of the man, he knew in three days that he was going to cry. That's why. Why are we trying to seek the living when he's already not here no more? When we learn that the spiritualness of Christ that we all need in our life. Some of us are still spiritually dead. Because Jesus is not the ruler of your life. But if you want to overcome that deadness, Christ and Christ alone will do it for you. See, Christ came and he made everything alive. And no case is too difficult for him to overcome. I'm not worried about the coronavirus because I know that he can overcome. I'm not worried about death no more. Because I know that he can overcome. Yeah. I'm not worried about what you say about me no more. Because I know that he can overcome. I'm not worried about what you take from me no more. Because I know that he can overcome. Because it's Christ and Christ alone that I have rested my faith in. And it's through Jesus that I have this amazing power to withstand and keep on moving on. That's why, my brothers and sisters, when we still, when we understand that he died for your trespasses and he died for your sin, that Jesus and Jesus alone is ready to give you the power that you need. Because on that day at Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, the resurrected power came to all believers, a power that is not perfect but a power that is better than the power plants that run your home. It's better than the power that you use to transmit your cell phone. It's power that's stronger than anything on this earth.
Because God gave you power to overcome temptation. God gave you power to overcome depression. God gave you power when you don't be defeated that you can live a victorious life. And if you got salvation, then you shouldn't fear because Christ lives in me and he's able to take me where I need to be. I'm so glad that God showed me the way because like he did with Peter, when Peter had betrayed him and Peter was sitting there wondering, did God forgive him? And on that day, when the women came to the tomb and the angels were sitting there, they said to him, God only has he not be here any longer, but he has risen. And go tell Peter. Now go tell Peter. Go tell Peter. Go tell you. Go tell your brothers and sisters. Go tell your mothers and fathers. Go tell your cousins. Go tell the whole world that he has risen and he has forgiven the people for what he had to do. Oh, the empty tomb with the blessing, but the resurrection was the power. And when we got Christ, we have the hope above all hope. Now I got bad news for you, but to get there, you might not like the method, but to get there is when you get the greatest promise that God has for not here on earth, but in his eternal glory. And I'm so glad that Jesus was willing to be the first to die and the first to rise. So that he showed me that this is not it. It's the beginning of it. And I praise him every day. Not just on this day, but I praise him every day for that resurrection that every time I get up, I know that Christ is the reason I'm up to do what he has commanded me to do. Claim that power in your life. Claim that power to be used in your life. So that God to that hope above all hope. We all hope for this and we all hope for that. But as your total hope in the eternalness of what Christ has brought to you, you may not have a mansion here on earth, but my Bible says, I go and prepare a place for you. And in my father's house, there's many mansions. Oh, Jesus is saying, don't worry about it if you ain't got one here. If you got me, I got you one up there. And he says, I know you don't like that you're going to have to die. And you would love to stay here. But I hope that you can understand that the spirit that's in you is the spirit that gives you life. And the spirit that gives you your eternity. And unfortunately, my brothers and sisters, this is a day that we too busy trying to work about our earthliness instead of our spiritualness. 
back, way back to where you came from. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get there is through the resurrection and the power of Christ. That's why the Bible says, you only aliens passing through. But Jesus came down through all eternity and he was just passing through on his way to glory, ready to take somebody back with him for what God had given him. To me, this is a day that we should be rejoicing. This is a day that we need to understand. This is not the end. This is the beginning. And I'm begging you and I'm asking you and I'm requesting you, do you have the hope that's above all hope? You can hope for millions, you can hope for power, you can hope for position. But do you have the hope that's above all hope? And that hope is in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And if you haven't, my prayer to you is you use him. And you let him ignite you to reach this world. But if you don't have my prayer is, is that you come to let Christ overcome everything that you don't think he can overcome. His amazing power is great. He done took people from the depths of despair to the victory of joy. Because he's not a physicalness. He's resting our hearts and he empowers our minds and he uses our bodies and he does great things of those that he that never thought of what he can do. There's over 5 billion people on this earth. There's about 2 billion that's supposed to be Christian. And I cut that in half of the Christians that really believe. And if that's all that's left is 1 billion, 1 out of 5. Church, we got work to do. And we have the resurrection power to give the hope of a all to people that need the hope in Christ Jesus. And if you have him, if you don't have him, I'm praying diligently that not just this day, Resurrection Sunday, but I want you to have Resurrection Mondays, plural, Tuesdays, plural, Wednesdays, plural, Thursdays, plural, Fridays, plural, Saturdays, plural, Sundays, plural, and for however long God leaves you on this earth, I pray that the power of the resurrection